Just going to talk about the Emerald Tab. Yeah, so like, if you say Bink and, excuse me, if you say Bink and Lyo in the video, like, it'll get removed. They won't put it up, for example. Or if they do put it up, they just won't send it out to anyone. No one will see it. How about cross-posting your teacher content there as shorts? These are vertical. Yeah, I know. Um, and I did a couple of them. Shorts can only be one minute long. Uh, all of my TikToks are like over two minutes. Um, so I tried to do that. I like cut one of them up and posted it. But then I realized like if you're already following me on TikTok and you subscribe to my YouTube, you want to see something new, don't you? Like other people who aren't necessarily coming in through TikTok. everything and he's like no girl you need to act, take action and i'm like oh i'm scared change is not nice i hate change <laughs> but i have to deal with it <laughs> oh okay alex see you we'll talk soon i know you sent me some videos that i haven't seen yet but i just I'm so overwhelmed i have like i'm just i work 24 7 like i don't stop working at all ever i love it though i'm here for it Bink and Lyle, yes. My Bink and Lyle. And now, <laughs> gotta get more about alchemy and shadow work. Okay, let's talk a little bit about <laughs> alchemy and shadow work. But first, you binge watched all my videos and podcasted them. What do you mean, podcasted them? What is that? The unnamed, unbranded, mango orange, natural juice with no ad. Ever say, because this is not an ad. The juice. Oh my gosh, Aaron and Shannon, are you guys meeting? Like live? Are you gonna? actually see each other? Are you meeting for a full moon session? Because I'm obsessed with that. I'm already obsessed with that. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the juice. The juice. Naturally, <laughs> naturally beautiful. Mm. 
I should maybe start a petition to have this juice be incorporated into every bar menu in Toronto. That would make me very happy. I would go out much more if people had this juice to order, and I would pay for it. I would pay well for this juice at a bar. Um, by the way, I see no and nope in the comments. That's all. I hope you guys mean no and nope. I'm not glitchy because you are frozen to me. There's just a blank screen of comments. There's Gris saying nope and Simeon saying nope, and that's it. There's Iferaro, Shannon. They're just just empty spaces underneath your names for some reason. And I don't know, I don't know what's going on. But can you see me? Can you hear me? Uh, but they have Aaron's photo next to them. Okay, you can hear me and see me. But I am glitched, or you're glitching for me, so I don't know what you guys are saying. If you're saying anything, maybe you're not. Maybe I'm, maybe uh, I think you're saying stuff, but you're actually not. And um, at this point, you're so bored with everything I've said that you're like, is she going to keep talking? Or like, what is up? <laughs> this is a little daunting because I, I want to answer your questions and I can't see your questions. Um, so let me see. Nothing is working for me. Um, oh, I think it's worked. Do you think you can do a spiritual cleansing on yourself? Someone asked me to do one for money. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. This is an interesting question. Because, unfortunately... There are a lot of spiritual scams out there. Now, I don't know who this person is. I don't know how much they're asking you for. But I did hear recently someone was saying in the Discord a few weeks ago that they almost got duped out of like $2,000 for a spiritual cleanse. Okay, that is a scam. That is 100% a scam. If you're being asked more for more than like, I don't know, 50 bucks for, for a spiritual cleanse, you're most likely being scammed, I think. I don't know for sure. But, here's the thing. I don't, I don't think that anyone can truly spiritually cleanse you except for you. Yes, you can ask someone for help or guidance or for that extra intention or that extra eye on your process, that, that new awareness or this new objective person coming in to help you, like a therapist, say, who helps you through a psychological trauma, holds your hand. They don't do the work. You do the work. You do the cleansing. You do the working through your trauma. You do the acknowledging of your dark side. Same thing with the individuation, right? You're doing that work. Not me. 
I'm not individuating you. I'm not doing anything. I'm giving you what knowledge I have, what guidance I can give you. I can ask you questions to challenge you, to encourage yourself, to challenge yourself and challenge your own thoughts. But at the end of the day, you're the one. You are the one. You do the work. You have the power. You have the knowledge. All the knowledge inside of you. Like I talk a lot about reading, right? Reading books and learning through books. Um, but at the end of the day, we read to awaken the inner knowing, not not to believe anything that we read. I don't believe anything I read. Okay, let's, let's clear that one up. Let's make that really clear too. I read a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. No, all of this, all of this, this is all, this is all I do with my time is read. And this is all the stuff that you can see. If you were to see my browser, you'd see a thousand different things open, about a thousand different things. I'm reading all the time. But I don't believe anything I read. Nothing. I don't, I don't marry myself to anything that I read. My knowledge, what I consider my knowledge, is everything that I've come to within myself, about myself. Oh no, am I frozen? Damn, what's going on? This is a good life so far. Why is it doing this? I can't even exit, by the way. I can't, it's, I can't do anything. Technological glitches happen around me all the time when I'm on a vibe, when I'm on a very particular vibe, when I'm like really close to articulating something that I've been trying to articulate for a long time, technology starts to whack out around me. It's a thing. You can ask my partner. But I can't use anything. I can't see your comments. I can't see what's going on. I'm not frozen. 
Okay, let me see what questions are being asked because I can't see on my phone. All right, let's see what's going on. It's me, I'm Babe. Oh, Austin. You wish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so you guys can see me, and it's all good, but... You cussed in Arabic. How do you know, Pirate Taxi? Okay, so it's only you guys are frozen on my end. I'm not frozen on your end. That's fine. I'm looking at your comments through my part. Myself, giving, showing you guys the phone. It's pretty great. Um, I'm just, what do you think about having dreams about people copying you and mirroring you? Ooh, interesting. What do you mean by this? What happens in the dreams? Yeah, super meta now. Like, super meta. When you dream about water, uh, water is generally about emotions, um, mostly. It depends what kind, what is happening with the water, what's going on, um, how big this body of water is, whether it's a body of water or falling water, if you're in it or you're not in it. All of that is going to change. Dreaming that you're feeling sick and then people coughing. I'm not sure. I need a little more. Let's block you or inhibit your ability to receive energy from source. I want to say no. But I think probably, yeah, to some extent, it definitely does hinder. Because I know that uh, when you want to practice Kundalini, if you're a smoker, they recommend that you not smoke within two hours of your practice because cigarette energy is very heavy energy. It can weigh you down. It's, not, it's definitely not a high vibration um, habit, that's for sure. You know, I have a question. Okay. Pick, pick your favorite. Alright, let's see. Let's see. Babe's gonna, babe's gonna pick questions. Alright, they're asking. Yeah. Teach them yeah. um, about how to give speeches. Mm. Yes, they are. That's what you want. <laughs> Tell me what they're asking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, wants, says, he wants to be a better communicator. Let's go. I'm living in someone's dream. Big Al's dream. <laughs> Why can't you tell me about Black Panther goes after my what? Skip that one. <laughs> Questions, come on, guys. Let's hear an interesting question. Also, do you guys want to read some poetry? Should we read a poem tonight? We haven't read a poem yet. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. And good luck. And I'm sorry. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Hello. 
Hello from Thunderboy. Hey Thunderboy. So weird. Can you put your phone like right here so I can see? Why did he skim your question? What was your question? Does working at a prison bring the bad energy without knowing? No. If anything, I think working at a prison gives you an opportunity to really work with your shadow. There's a lot of shadow work being done in the prison. And listen, no matter where you are or what you're doing or what you work as, you're the one, in my opinion, who gets to decide whether your energy is good or bad or high or low. What do you want? What do you want? Okay. What are you trying to play? Yeah, it's, I don't know what's up with it. It's the power is one and undivided. You guys remember that, right? From the Emerald Tablet? The power is one and undivided. Meaning that you get to decide which way you go with it. You get to decide whether you're going to be malicious. $1,200 for the promise of enlightenment. You almost paid to join a call. Damn, Jose. I don't know. What is up with America? Like, what are you people doing down there? Like, I don't understand. How, how are, how do people have the authority to even more about the Emerald Tablet. Okay, so one thing that's said in the Emerald Tablet when it is turned into Earth, when it is on Earth, the power remains one and undivided. And I actually told this to that Zen guy who made the video about my video, the one about Freemasonry and alchemy and Freemasonry being evil and alchemy being good. Manifest the reality of your desire. 
You will manifest what is in your mind on the ground when you power off. How your mind and the ground are one. And you are going to keep manifesting because you are a human being and you do that already unconsciously. But you want to manifest what you don't want because you think about what you don't want. You think about your traumas. You think about what went wrong. You think about what else is going to go wrong. And then it does go wrong. And you're like, oh my goodness, it went wrong. I knew it. Of course you knew it. You brought it upon yourself. Like you were in that energy or in those thoughts. But at the same time, when we're engaging with our trauma and with our darkness and with these thoughts in an aware, healthy way, we start to be able to see how we can use them to our advantage, how we can incorporate them into our personality. Light, sorry. Okay. So, when we say doing alchemy, or practicing alchemy, we're essentially saying that we're manifesting. We're acting on and putting to use our understanding of the connection between our consciousness and the world around us, right? So this is really interesting too, but I'm going to go into a lot more depth on this for patrons next week I'm making a little um i'm writing well i'm gonna make it into a voice into a recording i'm gonna record it it's like a little discussion on this on the idea of the union the great union the meaning of as above so below and why i don't like the configuration of it as as above so below because as above so below sounds very dualistic there's a above and there's a below and there's nothing in between Whereas when we say the above is from the below, right? Hear that? Pay attention. The above is from the below. There are three levels here. There's the above, the below, and the from, the fromness. And in the subtlest way, the most important thing going on here is that from, it's not the above or the below, it's the from, the connector. Because the divine union, the high union, is the one between two who remain individual and are connected in wholeness with one another. These two don't become one. One is not compromised at the expense of the other. Nothing is lost from either. There is a space between the two. There's a connector. And that connector is Hermes, the messenger of the gods, the connector between the divine beings and the earthly mortal beings, the one who brings the message from above to below. That third element is everything, okay? Everything, everything. Like I said, I'm going to go into more depth on this for the, for the individuators. But how does this tie into our discussion on doing alchemy? Alchemy is the understanding of the connection between consciousness and matter. There's consciousness, there's matter, and there's 
the connection, right? We are trying to understand the connection. Hermes, Thoth, what's his name in Rome? Do you know? Do you know his name? His name? Hermes' name in the Roman land? Constitution. Exactly, Gordon. Exactly. And what is Mercury in the alchemical constitution when he's no longer That's the personification, right? He's the one who connects mortals to gods and vice versa. In the alchemical constitution, Mercury is what is between sulfur and salt. Sulfur being the soul, the actualizing principle, the mover, the reason, the why there is. Salt being the body. So where is Mercury in the human constitution, let's say? The connector is this, this mind of yours, this thing, ego consciousness, whatever. Not consciousness itself, but the actualizer, the mover of consciousness, the communicator, 100%. Come on, you guys. Yes, Chris. Yes, Devin. So it's really important that we remember that what's more important than what's within and what's without, what's within, as within, so without, as above, so below, what's being, what's being unalived in this translation is the fact of that third element, the most important element, the of, the of below, of below of above. The below is of the below. The below is of the above. The above is of the below. That is of is everything. In Arabic, it's minal. Minal. A'la minal asfal. Wal asfal minal a'la. There are three words even in Arabic. Just three. Al-a'la minal asfal. Asfal minal ala. So that trinity and the importance of that trinity is present in the Arabic version of the text, the original version of the text. That trinity is very important. And these new English translations kill that or unalive that trinity and turn it into a above below. And we forget that there's anything in between. We just think, oh, okay, so if the stars do the thing, then it's going to do the thing on Earth. No. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We have to look to the connector itself. We have to look to the connector himself. The word itself. It is what creates the correspondence. It never translates the same way. It's never static. There isn't a rule. There isn't a, this is how it is. This is the language. This is the echo. This is the mirror. No, 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 no. There's no, there's no mirror. There's no nothing. There's just you, me, and the conversation that is created 
by us being able to communicate using this symbolic language, using this symbolism of words. You and I, for example, let's say I am one and each one of you is one. If we didn't have the symbol, this symbol, the word symbol, there would be no way for us to commune and communicate in the way that we are now. We wouldn't be able to communicate beyond the way that, say, other animals communicate, which is in terms of urges and silence and body language. And not to say that we're superior in any, in any way, because we're definitely not, and if anything in my humble opinion, we're inferior in the fact that we are the only animal that doesn't really know its purpose, or that I think, more to be more, more precise, I think that we're animals in the sense that we think we have all this free will, and we think we're making all of these decisions, and we're doing all these things, but really we're just unconsciously acting out nature's divine will. We are continuing her work for her. We think we're doing our own thing, we think we're defying her, and we think we're so important to do all these things, but in reality, we're just, we're acting out her will. She gave birth to us. And you know, this makes me think of another thing as well. Um, to what extent, actually, do you think that anything in our world can be unnatural? Like if we, given the fact that everything is born of nature, we are born of nature, and everything that we create is born of a series or of a mixture of substances, can we ever really do anything that is unnatural? Can we say that technology is unnatural? Like, is anything that makes up technology not from the world? If you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think? Because I feel like we're a little bit loose with our understanding of what is natural. This is so unnatural. Like, no, it's not. Nothing is unnatural. I don't think. trying, people who decide what is natural and what isn't are trying to control the collective. Right? Um, sexual identity. You know, being gay is not natural because, you know, that's not where you're supposed to put that. Or, you know, um, changing or 
identifying as male when you're clearly a female or femme presenting is not natural or trying to force yourself to be male presenting is not natural but not at the end of the day if it feels natural to me if if i don't feel comfortable say in this body and it feels more natural for me to dress differently and to move differently who can say that this is not nature moving through me because it is i am nature and nature wants to express itself nature wants to expand and to reveal itself and to flower and if this is the way that i want to flower then it must be the natural way do you know what i mean like like do you guys get what i mean do you guys get what i'm trying to say i guess reading your um hit your comments through my partner's phone so sorry for my my lowered eye gaze queerness is so natural without conditioning i'm confident we're all shafia i mean i've said this before I think that we're all um at least a little bit bisexual and I think that without the conditioning most of us would be polyamorous and bisexual. Uh I definitely definitely think that programming has done a lot to confine us to one-on-one just two-person romance romance um as well as um black and white sexual identification a lot of work has been done to justify this line of thinking over the years say and we've kind of been convinced by it so i read this article not too long ago about how you know how we consider um blue Gavin, oh yay, you're here. I was talking about you. Sorry, I'm looking down at the phone because I can't see any of the comments on my phone for some reason. My phone is glitched. Guys, this was the guy that I was telling you about who had Zen in his username. I told you I forgot. I've forgotten your name. I'm sorry. Um, but I remember that you had Zen in your username. Uh, and I was like clarifying my initiation like my meaning behind initiation and uh my my understanding of freemasonry and i was trying to you know decloud the uh the conspiracies around freemasonry um but i don't know how i can get you on the live to be honest because my phone is glitched like I'm going to show you. Oh, actually I can't show you my phone. Oh, gosh. I'm but yeah, I'm using my partner's phone to see your comments. Uh otherwise I can't see a thing. Um but yeah. I mean, I'd be down for us to go live. I just don't I also don't know how I would invite you. I don't I'm very bad at technology. Our people in this. 333 33.3 likes. Come on. I'm so here for it. Good night, Chris. Thank you for being here, my love. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was I talking about, you guys? This damn ADD. 
Or sorry, I should say ADHD because now ADD apparently is outdated. <laughs> I'm so over all this science. Yeah. Yeah, Gavin, I'd be super down for that. You know, I actually saw you on TikTok really early on. I was talking about what is natural. Oh, yeah, thank you. So, yeah, I was saying that I think in our most natural state, without the programming, uh, most, if not all of us, are polyamorous, to some degree bisexual. That does not mean that partnerships, one-on-one -on -one partnerships and one-on-one -on -one romances aren't real and powerful and important because they are. They really are. And at the end of the day, you're not going to have more than like two or three people in your life that are your truest, closest confidants, unless you're really lucky. And even then, I mean, you can consider yourself lucky to have two or three people that truly love you in the world and that you can truly count on. But I do think that our obsession with one-on-one -on -one romance, the exclusivity of romance to the two-person couple is a little bit much, a little bit, just a teeny bit, because it's not difficult, it's not hard to have romantic feelings for more than one person, and it's a struggle that a lot of people have, the struggle with fidelity and, you know, not being attracted to other people or not being interested or curious about learning about other people or engaging with other people or being intimate with other people and i just don't think it has to be so demonized anymore because like we're past we're past why we needed it you know we talked about this in the last live but like i've read about how part of this our obsession with monogamy comes from our switch from hunter-gatherers to farmers, which in a way does speak to monogamy's role in our evolution as a species, because it did save us from a lot of disease, um, it did create room for something like the nuclear family, but at the same time, we've evolved past those people as well, and I think it's time that our ideas of relationships, sexuality, uh, start to evolve. Oh, that's really interesting, Shafi'a. Monogamy does, so I have had friends that once they're in a relationship, and that's it, we don't hear from them again. They only move with their partners. They never do anything by themselves. It's always, they speak in terms of we all the time. Okay, it's cute, right? It's adorable, but Okay, but who are you? Like, outside of the, the blob of, of we, of your couplehood. Like, who are you, bro? Like, I just want to know you. I want to know something about you. I don't know. You would love a thruple? Well, my thruples are <laughs> I'm sorry, Miguel. Is monogamy about control at its core? I don't know. I, I know... I know that part in part... Um, monogamy is about possession, right? Because when we became agricultural, when we became the church, and comma, 
Roman church became a thing created that norm for society, comma, Because in the more more ancient, you know, children used to literally be raised by the village. I think Ethan or Gabby said this last time. It's kind of like ironic, hidden meaning behind it takes a village to raise a boy, to raise a child. Uh, Yeah, like women used to nurse each other's babies. Nobody really knew whose baby was whose because it just wasn't like that. (laughs) Weren't women considered a part of this so-called private property? 100% Gavin, 100%. You needed to know who your wife was like that. That was the most important thing. Which one is mine? See what I mean? And that's where marriage stems from. I don't know if it's, I, I don't know, I mean, if it's a big leap to like what we call marriage today. And there are gaps in my knowledge there. Um, but the thing that I do know is that um, agriculture. Um, the birth of sacrifice and vegetation. Essentially, the first gods were vegetation gods, right? Mm-hmm. So simultaneously as we're growing out of hunter-gatherers, we're becoming agricultural, we're also um, becoming spiritual in a sense, but at the time it's not spiritual, it's connecting with the land. Literally, because we're now (laughs) waiting on the sun and the moon to determine when we're going to plant and reap the harvest, right? Exactly. Nature. Um, So it starts there. And it's there that we start to see uh, monogamy, property, etc. But not immediately, because the older, like, say... Canaanite uh, societies had more room for polyamorous practices, things like orgies. There was more um, equality, let's say, in the genders that we can observe through the pantheons because there wasn't a male god. There was a god and a goddess. And actually the goddess is kind of the the what Guys, am I back? 
I have this thing with technology, okay? Anytime I'm on a vibe, I swear to God, okay? I shit you not. To verbalizing something really important, something glitches technologically yeah. around me. I am not, I swear to God, you guys, like I swear on my unborn children's lives. Any time I'm on, I'm on the precipice, you know, it just, it's like, you know what? I'm done with you. Goodbye. Finish. No more from you. Anyways. So. Oh, thank you, Shafia. You're so sweet. You guys. Hey. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yay. I'm so glad that the reading resonated with you. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you so much for booking that reading. And I'm so sorry it took so long for me to deliver it to you. It's been, I mean, I cannot overstate how hectic of a week it has been in my life right now. It happened. Believer of coincidences, okay? So it's alignment. It's some kind of alignment. And here's the thing. Um, synchronicity, by the way, was developed as a concept by Carl Jung um, with a physicist, a particle physicist named uh, Wolfgang Pauli. Wolfgang Pauli, I think he was a Nobel Prize winner in the 1920s for physics. A Nobel Prize winning physicist, okay, came up and worked with Jung on the notion of synchronicity because he observed that anytime he was in a particular mental state, technology would go faulty around him. So it was this physicist who made the observation that there is a connection, a clear connection between the mind, the mental state, and machinery, technology, and electronics around the person or the, the mind itself. And, oh, Aaron, I believe it. You would be somebody who experienced that. Gordon, yes, the Pauli spin or the Pauli effect. Um, definitely worth reading about if you're interested in this stuff, you guys. Check out the Pauli effect. It was his ex personal experience with this that led him to these conclusions, basically. So, yeah, that's where synchronicity was born. Really in what was observed in the connection, in what he observed, uh, in the connection between his own mind and the, uh, the world around him, the technology around him. Synchronicity is weird. The more you notice it, the more it happens. That's really true. I've noticed that as well. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah, Shafi, I'd love this, actually. The Pauli effect. And you really enjoy, from writer to writer, um, the, the Pauli Young letters. You might be able to find them on that site, uh, on that Luke Jen site. The, the, the Pauli Young or Young Pauli letters, where they just go back and forth on these ideas. Uh, yeah, I think you would really, really enjoy that. <sighs> Anyways, that was a nice little rant. I don't even know what I was talking about now. <laughs> um, 
Oh, shit, I accidentally... Oh, you're the natural wood. Understanding things like synchronicity, 100%. How do you get a reading, Nova? Just go to my bink in Lyo and choose whatever you want and book it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you're so sweet. Oh, Shafia, I'm so glad. I'm here for it. I'm here for all my, my nerdy reflection babies. I'm so here for you guys. All the reading. I haven't actually posted something interesting for you guys to watch or read in a minute, so I'm going to do that after we're done here. Um, you should be able to find them online. There's a site called... Yeah. I'm still going, Tim. I'm still going. Turn into a cat? I am a cat. Don't even... Are you okay? Maybe check your eyes. Oh, yeah, you like the, the, the baseball video. I'm so glad. Khalid Gibran, you want me to leave? Anunnaki, I believe in their stories. That's what you're asking. You said you were a shapeshifter. I am a shapeshifter. You want your phone? Here. My son, mine is working now. You're learning how to shuffle. I love that. <laughs> Nova Ray. And you guys, let's take a little break to hear from our sponsors. <laughs> the unnamed, unbranded, mango orange, all natural juice with no added sugars. I'm going to pull up the ones that we had ready, that I had set aside on our little Discord. And no added sugars, baby. All natural mango, orange juice. Totally underrated. You guys, you guys, juice is so underrated, okay? You need to get on the juice. And I'm never going to say the name of the juice. <laughs> for juice all over the world. Oh, thank you for the hat. Thank you for the gifts, you guys. Thank you so much for the gifts, the love, the support. Everything. You're amazing. And I'm so here for it. And I'm so glad. It's just nice. That is such synchronicity. Like, we were talking about him, and he was like, hey, what's up? I'm in here. <laughs> that was really cool. All right, let's read a little poem. How about we, how about we read a little, a little, little poem? <laughs> so this is one of my favorite poems. I told you guys last time we never got to read it. We didn't make it to it. It's called... Since Feeling is First by E.E. E. Cummings. Okay, my phone is switching again. Wonderful. Okay. Alright. <coughs> Excuse me.
just as I'm about to read this poem, I start coughing and my phone starts glitching. What is up? Babe? Am I frozen? Alright, let's read this poem even though I can't see your comments anymore. Once again, I don't know what is up tonight. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Let's do this. Let's read this. I hope you guys are here for it. <laughs> Alright. Since feeling is first by E. E. Cummings. Since feeling is first, who pays any attention? Holy to be a fool, while spring is in the world, my blood approves. And kisses are a better fate than wisdom, lady, I swear by all flowers. Don't cry. The best gesture of my brain is less than your eyelids flutter, which says we are for each other. Then laugh, leaning back in my arms. For life is not a paragraph. And death, I think, is no parentheses. One of my favorite poems of all time. Thank you, baby. I'm not going to be long in the way. I've already gone over time, but... Oh, yeah. Very underrated poet, Lucien. Super. <clears throat> Super underrated. Girl, where are you? I can't see you. Anyways. Love that poem. I'm glad that you guys like it. If you have other poems, other suggestions that you'd like, some a poem that you want to hear, um, you know, let me know. I'm gonna pick one more from this list that I had set up here. So this one is on children. If you have children or you have issues with your parents, then you're really going to like this. If you're a parent who's maybe a little overattached or overprotective sometimes, you'll really like this. And if you're a young person who struggles with their parents, um, this is I'm going to give you a little quote to throw in their face the next time they try to impose themselves on you. We read this one last time, uh, but I'm going to read it again, just because it's a really good one. Are you guys ready? Are you ready for this poem? And then we'll read Annabelle Lee again. We read Annabelle Lee every single time. I mean, I'm here for it. I love Annabelle Lee, but like, yeah. All right, you guys are ready. We're going to read On Children.